0: So I colash, lash, lass, You better
1: lose
0: it now. just hell, loose, just hell. So I collapse,
1: last, 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 last. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better collapse,
0: You better lose it now. just hell, loose, just hell. So I colass, lash, lash, Co-founder of the Hustle City Podcast. And
1: it's your boy 314 Yogi. Also other co-host of the City podcast. Ain't mess up that time. I ain't gonna mess up ever again. It's one take, Drake, baby. Ladies, it's your favorite fat boyfriend and all that. And, uh, yeah, man, this has been a long time in the making.
0: Yeah, definitely, man. It's been, um, about a little over a year, would you say, that we talked about it? Yeah, about a year. I mean, we talked about this, um, back when we used to work at Sears like several years ago, and that's how we first met in the trenches. Bro, in the trenches. <laughs> Even though it was in Chesterfield. In Chesterfield, still the
1: trenches inside the sewers
0: Yeah, working for a you know white corporate company. You know how it is.
1: <laughs> it wasn't bad. Them paychecks was kind of good though.
0: Man, facts. You especially know, especially if
1: you sold good on like a mattress.
0: So, what was your biggest uh, sell? Speaking of that, when it came I think to my sales,
1: biggest sale was probably like what five grand.
0: Was that on a uh, Black Friday?
1: No. That was on just like a regular day. on new like a newbie when couple came in. Oh, really? And I had just... Remember Dale had to go do something. And I was like, all right, I'll take over. And just went over there and started talking to him. And sold them a bunch... Two adjustable bases. That's what made it like five or six grand, one or two.
0: So you just went right to it after he left, basically.
1: Pretty much. I was like, I'm finna get some money today. Or something finna happen. Because, you know, standing around used to get boring. And then like if you weren't... Back when we had Tyler... That ass... When We had him there. He'll just be walking around, and I ain't feel like dealing with him. But other than that, shit. I
0: don't... Man, I can't remember. I cannot get over the fact that I sold an eleven thousand dollars mattress. I had like the biggest sell. Oh
1: at, yeah, of all like time, right before I got
0: hired. Yeah, I, I would say about a few weeks before. You know what? I still can't get over speaking of when you got hired, man. Like when you thought I was gay when, when we first <laughs> met, <smashed. laughs> and, and you thought I was Jackie at one point. <laughs>
1: Hey, when I first got there, I was just like, I was being a nigga. I ain't gonna first. I was being a nigga. I was just like, yeah, hey, he's gay. That, that guy, he's smiling a little too much. What the hell? He's so happy for? It. He's, he's gay. Uh, I don't remember smiling Jackie too much, though. was the gay one,
0: but... No, nah, I don't remember smiling too much, though. Come on, let's be in. You're cheesing
1: a little too damn hard. To you thought it. I was cheesing that hard? I was like, what the fuck is he smiling so far? I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't care.
0: Well, here, aside from all that, all jokes aside, though, man, like... um I'm, it's really an honor and a privilege to share this journey with you. I mean, you've been my homie since day one, and um, man, I couldn't see myself uh, working with anybody else but you. So, I'm glad this finally came to fruition. Um, I guess to start out this episode, officially, like, what is this? What is this podcast? Like, what's your goal of this podcast? Um, like, what do you want to accomplish? Personally,
1: I per- personally with this. I know we more so leaning towards the topic of hip-hop and mm-hmm. all our favorite things about hip-hop, favorite artists, favorite albums, right. songs, etcetera, cetera, et cetera, but my whole thing is to shed light on our city's hip-hop scene. I don't think no too many people really think St. Louis got a hip-hop scene. You know, when I go to town, people just really associate St. Louis with Melly and Chingy
0: and... Mm-hmm. I mean, shout out to Nelly and Chingy. I mean, you know, I got a lot of respect for both of them. I mean, they definitely put St. Louis on the map to an extent. But me personally, as a fan of uh, St. Louis hip-hop, I feel like artists like T-Dubbo, who I can't wait to have a guest in the near future on here.
1: Yeah, Stokey reached out to him. He uh, said
0: he's going to be our first guest. Yeah, so. facts. Uh, t if you hear this, brother, we cannot wait for you to um, come on here. Gratitude. Um, who else, man? Uh, shout out to Tef Poe. I, I label Tef Poe, personally, as the Tupac of St. Louis. Because I look at him as a, a revolutionary. And he's got that like Tupac aggression And yeah. him when you hear those raps.
1: I and, think my favorite song by him is Bullet.
0: Yeah, that that was I, hard.
1: That's, that's my joint. I
0: don't know. like I don't know what my favorite song would be him. Because he's got so much you know, music in his catalog. But like, I think the album that made me officially say that he's... You know, definitely top five easily in St. Louis, in my opinion. Um, he had actually the first album he that I listened to from him front to back, and notice this is an album, not mixtape. If you want to talk about, I mean, if you want to go back and talk about his mixtape, uh, there was War Machine too. That was the first time I actually listened to a Tefpo project from front to back because he had um, he had so many dope songs on there. He actually one song on there that he had, and man, I forgot what the name is, but uh, he had a song with Royce the Five Nine. Who's one of my um, top ten favorite rappers of all time? Um, shout out to Royce, man. He wait, actually. Why
1: am I feel like I'm just not hearing about that? Really?
0: Yeah, he did a song with Wiz Five Nine. You didn't know that?
1: I never knew that.
0: It's you gotta check it out. It might be on YouTube. I'm pretty sure it is, but you gotta check that out. I mean, I don't he's, know how I missed that. But yeah, man, Tuff Poe is definitely one of my favorites. I man, I pray to God we get him on here because that'd be huge. You um, know, I
1: can't wait to get Nino Roma here, and when exact. them two collide, bro. It'll be- Bro, in.
0: bro, if you listen to a song, um, go to go back to Tiabo's out first album, uh, the Drop. Um, he had a song with Poe called "Don't Flinch. Mm. and bro, that song, like the beat, the lyricism, the wordplay—I mean, top notch. I mean, the St. Louis music hip hop scene. This is—I mean, I've said this for years. Um, St. The St. Louis music hip hop scene. This might this might be a little biased coming from me, but I feel like. It's got some of the best artists in the world. Like, some of the best artists in the world. Like, we got Bodine, who's Bodine, better. Yeah. Bodine is better than, like, a lot of these mumble rappers out here who got get signed and get, like, a million-dollar paychecks and royalties and stuff like that, which really kind of irks my soul a little bit because some of these rappers, I mean, it's like... the record. I mean, even though it's, they're signed to a record label, which isn't the best route to take, I feel like... The only reason why these record labels are signing these mumble rappers—I'm not gonna name anybody specifically—but um, because they just want to make money off of them. Because th- because more mumble rappers nowadays, um, you hear more of them in like clubs and like other venues before you go to a show now.
1: I mean, yeah, I don't really even classify them fully as mumble rappers. You got a lot of SoundCloud rappers, that SoundCloud wave. Mm-hmm. Kind of took over, and I feel like when like the Street Cats caught on the SoundCloud, started posting all that music. That's how you get the scene that you kind of got now. That's bumping with um right. people like oh, R. P. The King Vaughn uh,
0: Man, R. P. King Vaughn Dirk.
1: Man. You got all, even though Dirk been around a little bit before that wave. Mm-hmm. He came right on the back end of Chief Keefe He was originally my favorite Chicago artist at the time, but now a Little man. Dirk was. Yeah.
0: Who's your uh, current favorite Chicago artist right now?
1: Chicago
0: artist my current favorite Chicago artist right now, uh, my Herbo, G Herbo. G Herbo, he's dope. I like yeah. him. G Herbo, my, my man. mine obviously, I got to go with uh, Montana three hundred.
1: Uh, you know what? You would think I would say that because I put you on to Montana, but
0: man, I think tough. I, I I
1: fuck with Montana.
0: Bro, he's got bars on top of bars on top of bars, man. Like, and I was so blessed to meet him. Probably a year after you introduced me to him. Yeah,
1: his uh, his wordplay has always been crazy.
0: For those of you who are not familiar with Montana Three Hundred, I recommend you listen to an album called "Fire in the Church," and it's not right. what you, it's not what you think it is. I mean, that title—don't be so simple-minded of what that, that title out, is. You,
1: that, that blew my mind. Yeah, I, I ain't think he was gonna go that hard at first, but when I first mm-hmm. got onto him one day, I was just strolling through or, SoundCloud, or, and or that's me, how I find all my artists, though. That I tend to wind up like not the water. Or
0: up. let me let me say this. Let me say this. If. If you don't want to listen to an album first, if you want to, if you're asking me right now, like what song to listen to, um, even though it's a remix, go to that Chirac remix. That's how he blew up in the first place.
1: Yeah, and the Computers remix.
0: That was hard because he
1: did all those. He he kind of mm-hmm. ran through all those popular songs that was out of time, like uh, Hot Nigga, anything. Mm-hmm. Like Bobby Smurder, the Bobby Bit song. He ran through all those beats and like just murdered them. I was like, damn, he came through and laced that shit. But uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to take Herbo in the Chicago race any day. But um, like I was saying earlier, though, with the rap scene that you got now that's most popular, it's just a lot of, I don't even call it drill music, but I guess it is, because New York still has that old UK drill sound. Facts. But I feel like that was specifically tailored for New York. Right. That music that coincides with that type of audience, it's what's Mm -hmm. popping right now. It's easy to sell.
0: I mean, just to... to just so we're on the same page. You're talking about like Pop Smoke and like 5 Year 4 5
1: Year 4 and Pop Smoke, yep. 22 G's, Chef yep. G, uh, flop, all them guys up out of the Bronx.
0: Man, RIP to Pop Smoke though, man. I just want to yeah. put that out there. Bro, I wanna... was
1: sad because I, when, I, I, when I first heard his name, I'm like, that motherfucker sound whack. And because of his name. And then like a day later, I'm sitting talking to one of my homeboys from Rochester and he playing mm. this song. I'm like, who is that? He said, that's Pop Smoke. You don't know who Pop Smoke is? I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. And it was the uh, Dior walking. oh, Dior, Dior, Dior. All that. Dior, I'm yeah, like, you're good. Why is voice deep like that? I'm like, he's like that's hard. Dude. Remember, like 50 and BMX kind of mixed together. Yep. The aggression BMX, but the voice 50. Yep, that's and what caught like, my attention too. I'm like, I bet Shit, but yeah, RIP to him, man. That was.
0: Man. The way it
1: happened, too, was just trash. I was like, that's just horrible.
0: You know, what the, you know what the crazy part is, man? Like, um, I think he was only like 20 years old when he passed yeah, away. he 21. He didn't even sound like he was 20, 21. Honestly, he sounded like he was 35.
1: Like, he, he was like Bibby, like big, little Bibby from Chicago. Yeah. Got that deep voice. When I first heard him, I'm like, mm-hmm. this nigga got to be somebody daddy or something <laughs> rapping. But nah, when I seen his face, I'm like, I got more facial hair than him. They're <laughs> like, yeah, y'all like two years apart. I'm like, bro, what? And the crazy thing about Bibby I was in Chicago, and I didn't even know I was standing next to him.
0: No way, bro. Yeah,
1: at like a uh, convention at one of the little uh, summer joints. My okay. uh, One of my partners from Chicago, he well, always brought me out there for that, and I didn't know he was the dude that was always standing in the back. It was the same thing with Chance the Rapper after yep. a while. He was used to be at what, U Media in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Didn't yep. was around him at the time before he blew up, but...
0: Man, you know what's crazy about Chicago, though, like... I think, honestly, this is just my personal opinion, but Chicago, I think, has the best um, music scene in the Midwest. Yeah. Um, I feel like, not only that... they in Detroit right now. Detroit kind of got a wave. To be honest, I would say Detroit's a close second. Yeah. Because Detroit is known for having my favorite rapper of all time that you know was Eminem. Yeah. Um Eminem... Was Eminem and Jay-Z were the first two artists I was personally exposed to. Not just in hip-hop, but music in general. Mm. That's how I got into music in the first place. And um, I was eight years old when I first uh, fell in love with music in general. I was um, eight years old. I think I was in second grade. And that was when... That was around the time the Marsha Mathers LP came out. And um, I remember the Real Some Shady when I first heard it. And then I think the first Jay-Z song I heard had to be... Um, I want to say it was either Ola Ovito off of the blueprint or you don't know. It was one of those two, but I know they were they were pretty close. I'm uh, trying to think of
1: my first Jay Z song that
0: I heard. I can tell you my very first
1: Jay Z song that I like. Okay. You know what? The first Jay Z song I remember like really paying attention to was mm-hmm. Big Pimpin'. His verse on Big Pimpin'. Because Pimp C's always been like my okay. dad, and my, my mom's and them favorite.
0: Man, R. R. I Pimp always C. grew
1: up in the house with UGKs and mm-hmm. stuff playing, but uh. My first, like, song that I memorized, like, word for word from Jay was Girls. Mm-hmm. Girls, 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 girls. Man, that hook was so like, catchy. that was my, like, shit. That <laughs> hook was so catchy, bro. I was like, bro, when I get older, one day I'm going to remix that You know I what's, ain't become a rapper. You
0: know, that's how uh, so, yeah, I, that's how I became familiar with uh, Kanye, too, was uh, the Blueprint. Because he produced, like, I think a good half of that album.
1: See, I didn't even know who Kanye was until uh, that day they gave him his chain. Oh, really? I remember watching that show. Somebody recorded it in our family, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever came on. And they threw his chain on him. Yeah. And I was like, who is that? And he's like, that's Kanye. That's they producer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He a rapper now. And then next thing you know, what was it? Late registration, or like college dropout or whatever came out?
0: His, his first, first album? His was 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 co- was co- first out. Yeah, it was college dropout.
1: Yeah, that came out. And I remember my dad playing that like nonstop for a second.
0: Man, Kanye, man, he's always... Um... He's always going to be one of my all-time uh, favorites because he... Kanye's uh, Kanye to me was the rapper who pulled off um, something that I thought would never happen, which was um, overtaking gangsta rap because that was dominated um, prior to Kanye um, getting big, I feel like.
1: Yeah, he definitely made a way for... I don't know what type of... I'll say my type of like person. Like the...
0: Pripy. Well, the thing about here, I'm, I'm gonna say this now. I'm gonna cut you off, but the thing about Kanye is like, what he? I mean, he has so many instruments and especially uh, soulful um, sounds that he put in his production, and then he put like on his albums, and you can listen to it really closely on um, Late Registration, mm. which is my Late Registration is personally my second favorite album by him after Graduation. Mm. Um, but like Kanye just knew how to, especially with his first three albums. Um, he knew like how to make how to flip samples and just make it so raw. Like at the same time,
1: hey, I mean, he's always been in his bag when it came to producing.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll give him that.
1: Like this new Kanye, I ain't feeling this new Kanye. I don't know who the hell this dude is, but uh, Kanye late registration through mm-hmm. for me personally. Mm-hmm. My dark, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. That like run of Kanye. That's mm-hmm. my favorite like era of Kanye. Mm-hmm. Uh, even eight weeks and heartbreaks because I like that too. I, I like the little. It was yeah. That was definitely the,
0: uh, an influential album for sure.
1: Auto tune. But um, yeah, Kanye. He definitely made a lane for a particular type of artist. Mm-hmm. I feel like now you don't really see a lot of them but he made it I feel like Kanye is one of those components that did make it cool for the more conscientious, conscientious type rapper so mm-hmm. shout out to Kanye for that
0: yeah for sure man Um, man Well, let's go back to talking about the St. Louis music um, hip hop scene for a minute because you know giving the people um, just an idea of what this podcast is I feel that like my ultimate goal, personally, um, kind of going back to what I asked you earlier, is um, I want people to understand that St. Louis do not take St. Louis for granted, just period. Like when it comes to music, because period. I, like I, because bro, like I remember going to the Slum Fest um, back in like 2000, 2014, Honestly, for me personally, it was my favorite year um, of like just St. Louis music. Period. Like, because I mean, you go to the annual Slum Fest, I mean, it had all these dope artists, like, like we just mentioned, Indiana Rome, um, Tefpo, um, my big brother, Riley B, shout out to Rally B, who is actually going to be on here in the near future. Um, who else, man? Uh, doorway, shout out to Doorway. Um, man, I mean, there's so many names. Oh, Rockwell Knuckles. I was, you know, what's
1: crazy? I'm sitting there staring off in space because I was trying to figure out the name, mm-hmm. and I was going to say Bumpy Knuckles, but I'm like, wait a minute,
0: ah uh, no, that's not Bumpy Knuckles. That would that would have been disrespectful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's Rockwell Knuckles. Yeah. Okay. And I caught on to him. Yeah, uh, hey, you made me listen to something one time. One artist, no, you had me listening to. Uh, it was actually in and
0: Okay, yep.
1: And then it was a song like on SoundCloud. I went and looked them up. Like, five songs down in his playlist, it was a song with Rockwell Knuckles on there. And I was like, he give me the... I ain't gonna say it, because he might hear it and I heard if you say it. Right, right. He ain't gonna really... He ain't gonna with that, but... Right,
0: right, right.
1: <laughs> he sounded like a particular artist that we all know. Yeah. And I was like, that ain't a bad thing at all.
0: It no. just... That's good, because I didn't hear that coming from St. Louis before. You know what? It's funny that you say that, because me personally, I don't like comparing artists to, like... Another artist because, you know, an artist is just he just wants to be himself. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. like, like I don't like it when people say, like Drake is the Drake is like the Michael Jackson of this world. I
1: who the hell said that? Bro, I swear hey. I've
0: heard that so many times. And I've seen Michael that on Twitter. Jackson, I swear. But no, not just Drake. I would say the weekend too. Like people compare the weekend to I, Michael. Jack-
1: now nah, I'm guilty of comparing the weekend to Michael Jackson and yeah. to everybody who listens to this. If you disagree with me, you can chime in with me. On Twitter, I'll give you my Twitter. You can chime in with me on Instagram. I'll Mm give you my Instagram. But I personally feel when it comes to pitch Mm -hmm. and when it comes to tone of the music, of the artist, the weekend right now and for the last 10 years that he's really been around Mm -hmm. or been known, he's the closest thing we have to Michael Jackson in terms of how he sounds and his, his vocal ability. Performance-wise, no. Hell
0: no. No, definitely Beyonce
1: is the closest thing we got to Michael Jackson in performance-wise, period. Because she's phenomenal at her performances. Fast. But
0: other than that, nah. Pitch and range, yeah, I'm going to take the weekend any day. What about, uh, as far as performance, what about Bruno Mars? Because I met that boy can perform.
1: I've never been to a Bruno Mars show, but I do like his music, though. I think Bruno Mars is a dope artist.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, no, you see his performance at the Super Bowl a few years back, though.
1: I don't, you know what, bro? I don't even be really watching the Super Bowl like that. I start watching NFL the field because it got weak. All the rules and regulations around hitting people.
0: I got you. I like
1: violent football.
0: You said violent football. I like
1: hit stick Madden, hit stick, knock his mm-hmm. helmet off, <laughs> bust a shoulder pad or something. I don't got time. Make somebody flip over and laying on their, their helmet. Somebody. <laughs> In the air, uh, like yeah. oh my god, like two thousand three in the field.
0: Right. So as far as as far as the Saint Louis hip hop scene, um, who are your top five?
1: Top five? Yeah. Oh man, you know one, I'm going rip I'm gonna have to go off the rip mm-hmm. and pick my boy in the Rome. I just feel like he's like I like crit. Crit's a storyteller, but crit's like a he, he the pimp player cool guy type of mode that uh you get from Crit. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what I got in like a more Midwestern, more relatable to me version uh, in uh, Indiana Rome. Mm-hmm. He just cool as hell. Uh, but one, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Indiana Two, I'm going to get Tefpo. Mm-hmm. Three, I'm going to take Sano.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh Four... I, you know what?
0: Smiño. Oh, uh-huh, Smiño, yeah.
1: Even though he ain't a part of the music scene, but he's a St. Louis artist and he's proud of his St. Louis. Mm-hmm. You know, his St. Louis thing. It's STL STLian man, that's what he is. Yeah, that's one of my other favorite artists. But uh, five. I'm really growing. Honestly, I'm, really, I'm really like Tito. Uh, not tell, uh Tito Bo. Yeah. He's really growing mm-hmm. on me, so mm-hmm. it's like because I didn't really I've heard his name mm-hmm. so much. I would always hear his name when somebody would bring up uh, Tank the Machine, and then I'd be like, "All right, who's T W? Who's T And then you had to put me on to him. Um, I've just been trying to make my way through his catalog on Spotify.
0: He's got a he's got a really big catalog, man. And like what I like about him is that his quality is just top notch. Like not too many artists like him have that quality over quantity mentality like he does, I feel like.
1: Those are always the special ones, though. Yeah. Man. Even I, if it don't hit and resonate with everybody else, it's a select mm-hmm. few of people that don't listen to music for the its lyricism, like mm-hmm. those basic elements of hip-hop, and you listen for it in a certain artist, and yeah, from what i heard so far, he does embody the characteristics of a person that's more quantity over uh, quality over quantity.
0: Right. Man.
1: But, um... Yeah, be honest about the St. Louis hip-hop scene, hanging around with you, I I didn't know it was this vast at first until I met you because when mm-hmm. I was out of town in Tennessee in college, people would talk about they see these artists. So, like, around that time when I left, I think Chief Keith had just blew up. Mm-hmm. My school had a gang of people from Chicago. If you was at Lane College, shout out, Lane College, House of the Dragon. I seen what y'all did in y'all football game. I can't remember if y'all was playing Miles or not. But keep doing the thing, you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? I'm always gonna be a lane night like forever a dragon, baby. Mm-hmm. But uh I was down there in uh every city. I went to like at, yeah, New York, yeah, LA, Detroit, St. Louis, Chicago, and Memphis, and Memphis music. I always love Memphis music. Rappers mm-hmm. they just gotta. It's just like they them. They have their own pocket of like countryness Right. When they come out on track, you get people like Dolph. 3-6 uh, Mafia, man. R. Play
0: R. a Fly. R.I.P. The Young Dolph, man. That was uh, that, that was a tough loss. Memphis rapper, like, I didn't the know last, that.
1: Like ten years. I didn't know that. Man. That that was my favorite Memphis rapper. Even though you got like, don't get me wrong. I was on the Yo Gotti train for a minute, but Yo Gotti start. I stopped listening to him after like cocaine music. What four or okay. three? Wherever they was at. But the last mm-hmm. thing they had this, whatever, whatever one had that song with Jeezy and Lil Wayne in the morning. Mm-hmm. They kind of went big up like six summers or seven summers back or whatever. I stopped really dealing with them then. But Dolph, I remember being in the city. I remember being in Memphis one weekend and we at some of the club and they just, I hear, uh, hey, come on the mic. I don't know over the thing. And then Preach, that song Preach was out and I'm listening to what he said. Yep. I'm like, oh, this nigga cold. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like what he... I'm feeling this. But uh, Memphis always had this like gutter sense about him. So when you hear Memphis music, it was just different. But back to what I was saying was, in college, you had everybody talking about their hometown artists. Right. Guys from New York always was talking about uh, Jay and Nas. And Nas being my favorite lyricist. I couldn't fault them on that. Right. Uh, you got... Chicago, like I said, dirty Chief Keep, they was all blown up and getting deals. They was pushing their uh three hundred OTF, Lamron, all that movement they had going in um, Detroit at the time. I think Big Sean was still building his foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh as who who he was. Uh LA Nip had dropped mailbox money, which I'm gonna get your vinyl, bro. I ain't forgot about your vinyl. I know you I haven't. Whatever's going to come up, oh, yeah. i go get your
0: vinyl, bro. I know you haven't. But uh,
1: Mailbox, money. I remember that one time I called it Money Mailbox. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had to put the name like that? Man, you're disrespecting mailbox that tape, bro. Money.
1: Yeah, everybody would be talking and bragging on their hometown already, yeah. but I didn't know anybody. To, I'll be honest, I didn't know anybody mm. at the time I knew who Smino was, but yeah. Smino wasn't big like he is now. I only knew the people that was big coming out of my city. And like people I knew personally that were rap that maybe that had songs that got on the radio like Shorty the Prince, uh, Young Rome, Mm -hmm. uh, Vic Vic Damone when he had that song back when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. Like people in the city I knew that was making music, but I never knew we had a vast underground scene where you got people who were like Tef Poe. I didn't know Tef Poe was signed to a major at one point. And then I caught his wave, just listening to something on the internet. And it was like, well, you know he's from St. Louis. But by the time I really caught on to him being from St. Louis, it was because of the Ferguson shit. Yeah. The Mike Brown situation.
0: Man, Uh, I think the best um, performances I've seen um, from uh, St. Louis artists. Remember that Scarface show we went to at Pops years ago? Bro, they had had, uh, Riley B. They had Indiana Rome. They had Teppo. Who else they have? I know I'm missing... A few other people. But Bates was there. Bates, facts. She
1: um, did her thing.
0: Shout out to Bates, one of my favorite female rappers in the um, in St. Louis, man. Bates,
1: if you ever hear this, I need some more music. I don't know where to find you. I ain't seen none of the old pages I used to. I ain't seen on TV on them, but,
0: but you I was rocking
1: with that for a minute. But
0: in all honesty, man, you know who I give credit for the most, um, who we're going to have on here pretty soon, is uh, Rob Boo. You gotta give credit to that dude because he's the one for those of you who don't know who Rabu is he's the one who actually promotes and uh plans all these events and it, I think without him these shows that um these shows wouldn't be as live as entertaining because if you've ever been to a St Louis underground show I promise you you will have an unforgettable experience I mean I mean just seeing videos and clips of it does not do it justice I swear to God it does not
1: like people, I just feel like we just heavily slept on. But at the same time, I, the the promotion is the thing that I be focused on. And that was the one thing mm-hmm. about this podcast. I'm glad we started it because uh, we can put on for mm-hmm. our St. Louis artists. Yeah. I feel like we're going to gain enough traction to do it and do it big for everybody. But yeah, of course. the DJs and the CV just weren't really working with the local mm-hmm. artists like that. Like, right. They not spinning their records. They spinning Dirk and everybody from Atlanta and Chicago, mm-hmm. that's at Atlantic or a major label. And I get it. It's it, it's you know Payola and not even just that. It's what's hot right now. And they have to get their numbers up to keep right. their numbers. So I understand. But we do need a marketplace for our artists to shine in the light that they have been given. Like you got yep. T Double who got his own record label.
0: Shout out to AMG, man. AMG, man, has some of the dopest artists I've um, listened to. I mean, I just, I'm gonna be honest, I just recently started listening to um, artists like G the Singer, um, Accurate, and all of them. Mm. Um, they are, and Bodine's actually on AMG as well.
1: Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, he
0: just, guy. and what I, what I respect about AMG, right, is that, and Tef, uh, excuse me, not Tef Poe, T. what he said on um, previous interviews, was that he doesn't have them uh, 360 deals, like all these major labels have. Um, he actually forms uh, partnerships with um, a lot of these artists. So basically, what it mean basically, um, what he does is that he requires every artist that he signs to have like a company. And if they don't have a company, he finds a way to help them start making one. And then then they form a partnership. So then you know that artist can get their fair share, and then he can get his fair share on it. So he doesn't rip that artist up like uh, like a lot of these uh, major labels do. Because what I respect about T Bo right, not just um not just the fact that that, but overall as a person, he's actually like for the people. Like, you know, he doesn't label himself as an activist. He always says that he's like a revolutionary in training. Because especially with the um Ferguson um situation that happened back in two thousand fourteen. Um first of all, I mean R.I.P. to Mike Brown, I just want to put that out there as well. Um you know, yeah. Tito Bo, I would say ever since I first heard about him back in two thousand fourteen, he had a mixtape before he's um before he dropped um his albums, he had a mixtape that I felt like was the turning point of his um career because he had um you gotta listen to Mobstar Maniac three, that's what the name of it was. Um he had Tef Poe on there, he had um Pastor Troy, who is a legend. On that's there. crazy. I swear to god I'm not I'm not fricking. That's the story
1: pop up every goddamn word for some reason. Yeah,
0: but no the fact that he got him though on that tape is um something is something incredible. And he also got um he got a couple awards too in two thousand fifteen for it. He got best male hip hop artist and he got um best mixtape hmm. of that year which um he rightfully deserved. I mean I'll never forget I actually bumped that tape on repeat for like a week straight. And that might be actually one of my favorite mixtapes of all time. And
1: you say what is it
0: called? It's called Mobstar Maniac Three it's on uh, it's on Datpiff actually it's got a lot of downloads too i mean that tape was just man from front to back you don't you don't listen to mixtapes nowadays that are that you can you know skip a track but that is definitely one of them i'm su- i'm surprised i haven't uh, told you about that <laughs> i ain't know
1: nothing about it but i'm gonna definitely going to check it out man yeah but uh yeah. Another thing I'm hoping to highlight with this, uh, mainly uh, one thing that's near dear to my heart. I am definitely. I'm not an activist. I do promote for the people. I'm all for the people. Mm-hmm. Power to the people, always. And um, but specifically to our youth. Yeah. Man, um, I went to an HBCU. I, I don't really like to promote college because I'm one of those people who will tell you to go to school, to train for something for four years, to wind up in debt is just something crazy. I but I am breaking my way out of it, so I ain't even tripping off of it that much. Mm-hmm. Do I, Did it help? Yeah, it helped. But you do not have to go. But I will promote you going if you want to do certain careers. Yeah. Certain things I think you do need to go to college for. But um, HBCU specifically, our historically black colleges and universities, shout out to Harry Stowe, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I need to give more recognition to them because that's what made me too. Um, man, there's so much opportunity coming from them schools and people don't really know. I know they get overlooked for PWIs or whatever you want to call it, and that's fine. I understand wanting to go to a big name school. I was one of them people. I wanted to go to Mizzou. But you will get a hell of a lot more help and resources at an HBCU. Yeah. And regardless of what you say, they might lack a lot of that studying and time that you take on campus for granted. That's on you. You got your life is what you make it. True. But you got to put in the work at the same time. But I do want to use this as a platform to uh, further my little agenda. That one of me and my other homeboy. Shout out to Mike T out in Nashville, Tennessee doing his thing down on the poetry scene Uh, he's a fellow late night with me to go ahead and promote the importance of our historically black colleges and universities we gotta save our schools that's a part of our history black people we have to do something about keeping our history more intact than we have been doing in the past Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, facts I mean let let me ask you this um because you know, you obviously told me your story about your upbringing um, before, but what motivated you to go to college in the first place?
1: You know what, when I look back on it and being honest with myself, I did it because I didn't know what I was going to do and I didn't want to stay at home with my parents. So I'm like, mm-hmm. screw that, I'm leaving. And this is me being a pervert. When I went down to Tennessee, all the women <laughs> are thicker. <laughs> Ass is fat everywhere. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This might not be bad. So that motivated me a little bit. I, I can, I can, I can dig that actually. But uh, at the same time, man, um, I yeah, I just wanted more. I want to do something for myself. I, ain't, I ain't. I don't, I never I couldn't just settle for working some like nine to five ass job or right. working at McDonald's and no disrespect to people like I work at nine to five now but working like a McDonald's job at the time I, I wasn't one of them people I didn't want to do that yeah. I just wanted to I wanted the experience mm-hmm.
0: so I right. just
1: well, you know what this is I got into college this is what I'm yeah. gonna do
0: I mean one thing I'm gonna compliment you on man um, knowing you over the years is that. Like, you actually took me to the hood, like, where you grew up at. And you grew up in the north side, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like, I remember, I'll never forget that one night we spent, like, a couple of hours. You were just driving around, just showing me um, where you grew up at. I used to show you where I used to work. You know, my first job was was at a gas station with my my pops out in uh, Normandy on Natural Bridge.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, you know, I showed you, like, where my uncle worked at. Or where he still works at, I should say. And, uh, man, it's just amazing, like how much like what you went through, and like you actually you're a perfect example of making it and making it out the hood you uh, know yeah. like i'm that's what that's what I've always admired you for, and like just you know i'm gonna i'm gonna tell my opinion on college in a second, but like despite the fact um you had to go through those difficult obstacles, you know you still like made it i mean look where you look where you're at now and look look what we're doing right now yeah as as a result of that. Definitely,
1: um, mm-hmm. I uh, appreciate that, man. Um, it wasn't just me though, man. It was my dad, bro, like people don't understand the importance of having like a father. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Me and my father butted heads a lot, and to this day we still do sometimes. But if it hadn't been for him deciding that he wasn't gonna let me die, statistic, mm-hmm. this wouldn't be happening right now. Mm-hmm. So really, my main like pushers though have always been my family. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I gotta do better. My dad always told me, be better than me. So, shit, college was definitely the option. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything. Now, if I had the knowledge i didn't have now, I mm-hmm. wouldn't have went because I would have just went and got my technology certifications right, early right, on. Right. But still, I'm thankful for forever thankful for the experience. I wouldn't yeah. trade it in for the world. Uh, I just want people to know that it's a you don't always have to take the traditional route yeah. in life that everybody takes because the one thing that's important in this world, no matter mm-hmm. what age you are throughout your life the one thing that's going to stay one of the things that are going to the many constants that are going to stay constant in your life is that you have to take up for self right so you can take all the advice you want but at the end of the day no one can tell you about you no one can decide how bright or dark your future is going to be but you so this is really on you right but
0: uh I I want to say this real quick um my thing with college though like right now I didn't think about this um 10 plus years ago cuz um obviously that's when I started college was in 2010 mm-hmm. but like my thing with college though is like it's it's a bit like me personally I think it's a business honestly yeah, it's a big business it's a big business and people think that you know you have to go to college in order to, to succeed that's not true at all there are so many options you have out there you just have to do your research and just go for it like college is not for everybody it really, it honestly isn't. Like, look at look at the artists. I mean, I know I'm. I love comparing musicians to like how in people's um you know daily lives. But like, look at all like the celebrities who didn't go to college and they're like millionaires and billionaires now.
1: Yeah, because music doesn't require you to be a. It doesn't. To have a degree.
0: It doesn't. Like I used to look at some of my friends in
1: college who I knew could sing and they really right. I hung around. I've always gravitated towards the right. creatives. Right. And I listen to some of these people talking they're like man I can't really get a music degree And I'm like bro what are you doing here Like you can literally You're trained to sing I had a friend he was trained to sing right? That, a dope ass voice I'm like boy what is you sitting up in this school for Start recording your music now Like record now Go out for Different shows yeah. Or what now Yeah Who is interrupting us that's Mike T oh that's Mike yeah but I ain't gonna leave an answer I'm gonna hit him back later cause you can't be interrupting the show right now bro. <laughs> you, you hey motherfucker! <laughs> Jesus Negroes
0: oh I'm gonna turn this off for you man I got you let me see
1: good lord I'm sorry about that sorry about that y'all
0: but, sure um, no, no, but I lost my anyway, face. I apologize. We apologize for that. But, um, no, but we apologize for that. Um, but like my thing with college is like, you know, it's cool if you want to go to college and pursue your dream. That's cool. Like, I'm not going to disrespect you for that.
1: Keep going. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Sidebar. Uh, okay. Sidebar real quick. I don't mean to cut you off.
0: Yeah. It's all good.
1: Here is this is some man like sneaky manipulative shit that's going on. So look, put it like this, right? I had a friend in college. She mm-hmm. was one of my female friends. She was a really cool as hell, like a kindred Spirit almost. But she was really dope. She's an Aquarius, and I always mess well with Aquarius. I'm a Gemini, so to all the people out there that hate Geminis, I'm gonna insert a sound that say "f you" or like the Cee Green. Yeah, uh, forget yep. you. I'm gonna insert yep. that there later. Yep. But uh, I I my friends Mike just hit me up because he believes she isn't married now. Mike had a girlfriend recently, and I don't know what happened. I'm not gonna put his business out. I don't know what the hell's going on right now. I'll find out later a <laughs> later date. But this son of a bitch just me, "Hey, I don't think KB is the friend I'm talking about. I don't think she's married anymore." I've been wanting for the last three weeks, watching her tweets and shit like "Emmy, like, is she married still? Because if not, I think I'm going to try to slide that way. I'm going to slide my way on over there. But no, this is, I don't know. Ladies, I'm not a scumbag, but I'm an opportunist and I'm not a player. Mm -hmm. If I see an opportunity in something, I'm going to take that opportunity. I just don't cheat. I don't believe in cheating. If you're in a monogamous relationship, you gotta play by the rules of that game that you signed up for, and if you can't hang, you gotta get up out the kitchen. You know what I'm talking about, but uh, back on track, man. You was, yeah. you were uh, talking about the uh, artists becoming billionaires mm-hmm. and not having to go to college. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I totally agree. You don't have to go to college to be yeah. successful. That old American standard way of thinking is crumbling and. The powers that be are really hating it because this generation of kids are like, look, we ain't going for that shit no more. And I don't blame them. Hell no, nah, I don't blame them at all. Because some of this shit, is just it's time out there. The tradition leads to a lot of negativity after a while. Mm-hmm. Tradition, and some, some traditions, if you get so drenched in like scumbag tradition, big business, big pharma and all that. At some point, it's going to run out. Right one thing don't last forever. Everything mm-hmm. is finite in this world. Right. We live in a finite world. Right. Everything has its beginning, middle, and its end. Sure. It's highs and its lows, and one day all that's gonna cease to exist. Mm-hmm. So you better get prepared for it. Uh,
0: is there a specific artist or artists that like you um, look up to when it comes to um, starting from the bottom and now they're here, <laughs> as Drake says?
1: Really. Look up to for they grind, how they came up. I mean, we gonna go with it old school. If I'm starting able to start from back then, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm always taking Nas. Okay, Nas a big L for sure. Even though Big oh. L unfortunately met an untimely demise, but those two came up raw, rugged. Yeah, and Wu Tang Clan as a whole, <sighs> like that's my favorite group of hip yeah. hop of all time. But
0: Ooh. we. We got to talk about that. We got blessed last oh, we week. We got blessed last we week. We got blessed
1: last week. Oh,
0: my God. I
1: didn't even know they were kicking off the tour in St. Louis. I didn't know that was the first night of none mm-hmm. of that until right before the show started. And, man, when I tell you the footage Bobby posted on Facebook, and I got some on my phone of Nas, man, bro, it that, that show was bomb is
0: hell. Wasn't that our first concert since we saw J. Cole in Chicago? Yeah,
1: that's been my that was my first concert since the pandemic. So, oh, for I mean, real? Since before the pandemic, yeah.
0: Oh I didn't know know Because my last
1: show before then was J. Cole.
0: Oh really? You didn't go yeah. to you didn't go to any of uh, the next I didn't go comedy? to none, no. I didn't know that.
1: I didn't go to none. Man, news.
0: but yeah, we were so blessed last week, man. Um obviously it was a ten out of ten. I'm not gonna rank it lower than that. Nas is in my top three. A Wu Tang, same here. Um, my favorite hip hop group. Busta Rhymes who they announced it literally I think not even three days before the before the show happened that was uh, that was unexpected I didn't me personally the only thing I'll say about the show is I didn't expect Wu-Tang to actually start the show I thought it was going to be Busta Rhymes opening it Mm. Um, and then I thought like Nas was going to come out after him and then Wu-Tang was going to be like the headliner yeah Yeah. but I'm other than that man i have no complaints the show was live the crowd loved it we it heard so many classics people,
1: but hey them yeah. turned up boy yeah especially dj uh the first dj that was out dj scratch dj he, scratch yep he was killing it yep but uh i liked how they had it where it really wasn't a headliner it was just them doing their thing and having fun it was cool to see uh Hold on. You know what? I'm mad about something. I don't know if you saw this. I think I sent this to you. Did you see where they stopped at, like, last night or wherever? It was meet and greets.
0: Oh, for real? They had yeah, meet and greets? Yeah, it was meet... Dude met Nas. No way.
1: I just pulled up the photo. Somebody met Nas, and it was... Yeah, it was him... Was it, like, before Nas. show, or was it, like... It had to be the after. Okay. Because it was, uh... Because Nas was sweating like hell, but it was, uh... <laughs> he met Nas. He met Raekwon... I'm like, damn, when the first night y'all kick it off, y'all ain't not get nobody? No. I would have met Nas. Meet and greet? I would have definitely paid for the meet and greet. Yeah. To meet Nas. But,
0: uh. Man, I w- I'm going to say this about meet and greets. If you can afford a meet and greet, take it while you can because I treat every meet and greet like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like, I personally have met artists like Joyner Lucas, I've met Montana 300, I've met Big Crit, uh, Wiz Khalifa, Tech Nine, um. Tech Nine and his artists. I've met Rakim, Lupe Fiasco. Um, who else did I meet? Um, oh, I met Benny the Butcher. I, I was blessed to meet Ghostface Killer last year. Mm. Um, and I'm actually about to meet Ace Hood, who's actually been on my bucket list. Uh, next month that pops. And Ace. I haven't
1: met a lot, a lot of artists. I met T.I. back in. Mm. King had dropped, and then he was moving to TI versus TIP, mm-hmm. and Paper Trail dropped after that. First Super Jam, that popped up in St. Louis. Met him there, man. Even if you don't get to meet and greet, get to these concerts and yeah. experience some of these artists, man. Right? Because people be—I didn't know. I knew Drake was special and was going to be big when I first seen him in concert. Mm-hmm. When Wayne had him on tour and was sending him out because St. Louis. Through the second super jam and the headliner was Gucci Mane, yeah. and Drake was going before Gucci Mane, but Drake rocked the damn crowd for so damn long because mm-hmm. people was just vibing with him. It was just dope as hell, and I was like, "That, that like Drake has really great stage presence." Jeezy um, was dope as hell. Uh, I think yeah. met, yeah, I met Ti that night. I met what was the new VIC that made that Wobble Baby, Wobble Baby. Oh, yeah. Um, yep, yep. Uh Webby. Mm-hmm. I don't bump into Webby on accident, and it's crazy. I don't know why I feel like this Negro following me. Cause I don't bump into this man on accident in too many places. Like I really literally was in the galleria looking for some tennis shoes and I'm up on the escalator. I just hear somebody talking. And I'm like, that voice sounds familiar. <laughs> I went back doing whatever I was doing. And then I heard, oh my God, it's Webby. I'm like, what? I Look, I bumped into somebody he's like damn, bro. I'm like, oh, my bad, bro. I ain't even know that was you. <laughs> then bumped into Webby a few times. Uh, yeah, I met some, I had a chance to meet some artists myself, and uh, mm-hmm. it's a pretty pretty cool experience. It is, man, get these life experiences, bro. Yeah, get I'm, these shows up. Enjoy life, man. I'm gonna like, like go man. to Coachella one of these festivals. As soon as Dreamville Fest 3 pop up, I'm like, there. We,
0: we gotta go to a Dream Fest because.
1: I, I'm gonna miss the last two. Yeah. I'm I'm freaking done with it, bro. I'm not right. missing another one. If no. I miss another one, my guy, I'm punching somebody. I'm gonna punch DJ Khaled.
0: Oh my god, you and DJ you got a problem with DJ Khaled. You got a problem with DJ Khaled,
1: Oh my god. You know
0: what's so funny? That kinda reminds me of that comment we saw on YouTube of him working out promoting I'm on one yeah. and then that comment what like, do you he say he's yeah me. please fight me
1: <laughs> <laughs> like hey he just he so hate him, <laughs> he's so hateable bro
0: he's just so okay. fucking annoyed. Alright. Aside from all that though aside from all that and we're joking, kind of. Aside from all that though, DJ Khaled, though is a perfect example of a true hustler. Hell yeah. We got he got you.
1: these dudes hopping on album after album, mm-hmm. and the songs are coming out fire. Yep, specifically, uh, God did the oh, uh, oh my Drew God Wayne verse. I know everybody talking about j verse, mm-hmm. but if you a real Wayne fan, you know that was not current Wayne that was on that mic. Facts. That was two thousand eight, two 2010 2009, Wayne. That was Wheezy F baby. He pulled out old Wayne and went in. Wayne went nasty. Than a motherfucker on God did.
0: We got to give credit to Rick Ross too.
1: Hell yeah, Rick Ross always slide through sometimes.
0: Yeah, but when it's him and Drake. Oh,
1: he's going to definitely slide through. Oh, for sure. Him and Drake, that's a classic duo always.
0: They need to make a collab album. We've been saying that several times. Oh, my God. Yeah. I need an
1: EP or something, bro.
0: Even if it's just three tracks, I'm cool with that.
1: Three tracks. Give me three tracks back to back with Drake and uh, Ross. Yeah. Stop selling these dumbass chicken sandwiches, my guy. I'm sick of this damn Wingstop shit.
0: Well, shout out to Wingstop. I mean, he's hustling. I mean, the
1: wings is fine. But, uh,
0: yeah. but Rick Ross. I don't know about this sandwich. Rick Ross is another hustler, though. At the yeah, end he's of the day. a
1: he's a he's not when it comes to business, yeah. I look up I'm looking up to a lot of people and the moves they're making. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this might sound odd, but I really do look up to chameleon there. Okay. Reason being, he may have not fell off he may have fell off in rapping, but that man ain't fell off making that money. That man ain't stopped making money at all. He is out in Silicon Valley with memes, mm-hmm. And them boys is tearing it up and making money. Yeah. Do you hear me, Jack? They making money out there and I'm like I'm trying to get like y'all. That's what I'm trying to get. Cause people for people who don't know, tech is a really huge thing. Yeah. I am a IT professional. I've been working in tech for about what, seven, seven years now? Yeah. It is a big industry and there is so yeah. many different routes you can take. Yeah, I mean, I personally am about to make my ascend or my descent, depending on how this goes, into cyber security. Yeah, it's another big field, but the money behind it, bro, you see these rappers getting into it. Yeah, Jay Z, Cordae, Nas, mm-hmm. uh, You got all Drake. Those, Drake, you yeah. got J. Cole making investments into this. Yeah. Like, bro, it's the thing right now. Yeah, but um. Yeah, DJ Khaled is a definite hustler, man. Back to back wins with these albums, in yeah. my opinion. I, uh, I didn't check out the last one at Khaled Khaled, but uh, I liked uh, Holy Key, a major key. A oh, major key major, yeah. key, major key. I like that because yep. Holy Key with Betty Wright that was my song. Yep. Um,
0: man, he, Nas' album though was my favorite song. Yeah, on that Nas' album
1: done was fire. Man.
0: Yeah. That might actually be, believe it or not, even though it's even though Nas has so many classics before that, that song. Might actually be one of my top five favorite Nas songs, to be honest.
1: Nas, when somebody else picks his beats, and I hate to talk like this for my like favorite lyricists, but when he has a real per- good person in the studio that has a really clear ear, mm-hmm. his albums, last few albums have been great. Yeah. Been like greater. Right. Great. But like, don't get me wrong, I'm always taking it back to It Was Written. Yep. I'm always taking it back to Illmatic. Mm-hmm. I'm always taking it back to. Um... Damn, what was the one?
0: Snowmatic. Was it Stillmatic?
1: Matic? Not still It was the one with the uh, Pharaoh. Oh, I am.
0: I am. I am. I am. Yep. I'm
1: always taking it back to that. Street Disciple, if that's what that other album was. I, ain't, I really wasn't feeling that. Or Nostradamus it was all right.
0: There was only one song on. I, I haven't really listened to Nostradamus all the way through, but I forgot the name of the song is, but it was like. It kind of had like a cypher vibe to it. It was like towards the end of the album.
1: Yeah.
0: It was, I think it was called Quiet N Word. I'm just going to say it like that. That was the name of the... I think that's what the song was called. Quiet, Megan? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That was probably the best song on there, from what I remember. I gotta go back and listen to the album, but... Here, the thing with Nas, though... Um, you know... The thing with Nas is that I think... One of his biggest weaknesses... Was production. Yeah. Um. That That's why I personally put Jay-Z over Nas by One Notch. Even though Nas is in my top three... Rappers of all time... I I still put Jay Z over Nas because of simply because of production. Now is Jay Z a better lyricist than Nas? Oh God, no! I'm not gonna say that, you know, because Nas is a storyteller. He like he actually makes you like think, like when he um tells his story and talks about his upbringing, like um songs like um New York State of Mind, um, halftime, and like um the world is yours, like those type of songs. Yeah um and like got yourself you know got yourself a gun like those type of songs just his storytelling is so vivid and clear that you know it makes the listener if you're in the lyric lyricist of course it makes you like think like outside the box
1: yeah speaking of uh, got yourself a gun when he performed that when we hit the stage with that he had everybody going wild with that
0: one that and you can hate me now you can hate me now, now. Hey, that's yep. my cut boy Bro, when he performed that, the crowd went crazy. I recorded that. I had I'm record so it. upset
1: that I'm never gonna. I told uh, my friend Tessie this the other day. I'm so upset that I'm never gonna get a chance to list to go to a DMX concert.
0: Bro, RIP, If RR, he was performing, RIP DMX, man.
1: Man, I like. I gotta. I, I'm just upset at the fact that I'm never gonna get that chance. It's the yeah. same way with Nipsey. Yeah. I'm not gonna get that chance. I mean, hopefully, when we you know we ascend and we get old and we pass away we meet them up in heaven and it's popping them doing a show, you know what I'm talking about? I'm right. Mad blunts in rotation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Heaven gotta have a ghetto or something. Or VIP section for real niggas can. Oh my God. You know I'm saying? Get a crip always, crip, Chris criek No, I'm gonna stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody like, oh, really? Like, no, nah, that ain't that. That's, mm-hmm. that. that's in the past. It in the past. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, I, sometimes when I be thinking about these artists, dog, I'd be hoping that nothing happens to him because I'll never get the chance to experience them live in concert.
0: Hmm.
1: like don't get me wrong, I probably wouldn't be at like a young artist concert if it's like unless it's like Corday yeah or somebody of that way, but like had King Vaughn, not died, I could have seen myself popping up at a Vaughn show.
0: bro, you know what's crazy on Twitter? King Vaughn actually retweeted one of my tweets literally a few days before he passed away oh wow, like. Man, I was like, man, this was only like less than a week before he passed away. Bro, yo
1: Twitter is bumping. Shout out to Bobby and Mr... 511 on Twitter, bro. Man's got like, man, got like 30 some K. 40,
0: 41 now. 41K? I'm 41K. He's just bragging that. Now, nigga,
1: stop. I'm flexing, man. you know. I gotta, I, gotta chat, a, I gotta flex here and I gotta there. Jack him for his damn page. I got like a measly, what, 300, 258 now, probably because I pissed two females off. Because <laughs> I about to say something I was supposed to say. <laughs> what up?
0: You got no filter, I'm going to say that. Um.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm trying to get my Twitter up. So, man, if y'all ever do get a chance, slide over to Twitter and follow your boy at Mahogany Mayhem. Um, or you can look up Northside McLovin. That's my mm-hmm. whole little thing right now. Yeah. Uh, Instagram at 314 underscore Yogi. Man, drop your handles, too, so they'll
0: know. Yeah, man. Um, you can follow me at Bobby underscore 0511. And my username is, actually, excuse me, my profile name is Bobby, a.k.a. Mr. Five 511 and yeah, you know what it is, man. Man, um,
1: uh, he got at it today. hmm So far. Uh, hustling. The Hustle City Podcast. Main thing with this whole title and the whole yep. podcast. Hustle. What does hustle mean to you? Like I said, hit us up on the socials, bro. Yeah. Chime in. Let us know. Engage so yep. we can further this and we can start doing some stuff, bro. Yeah. Pop-up shops or something. I got a ma- uh, mahogany merch finna drop in a little while.
0: Okay.
1: I need uh
0: We're definitely gonna have a Hustle City merch uh, yeah. pretty soon, too. And we're also gonna... You know, we wanna do uh, We want to do big things. You know, we wanna help out the communities as much as we can, especially with the youth. Damn, Skippy. Uh, we also wanna... Hey, if we get big, we can definitely do meet and greets. Definitely. Uh, um... Because, because the, the ultimate goal, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like, gonna say it like this, man. I'm gonna give you my personal definition of hustling um, to wrap this up and to continue on the next episode. My definition of hustling is to, of course, do it ethically and you know legally. You know, always che- achieve <laughs> achieve your dreams and your goals by any means necessary in the right way as much as possible. Like, especially coming from where we come coming from where we come from. You know, you can't spell hustle without STL.
1: For sure, and that was the whole reason for this. Like, mm-hmm. even when I used to be in college, and people were like, "Why you call it the hustle city?" Because I grew up around hustlers. Yep. Granted, a lot of them were getting their money the clean, most clean way, but nonetheless, they was providing for their family. And as simple as he put it, man, you can't spell hustle without STL. I think I give my city a lot of shit because i be like, I can't stand this place. I'm sick of the fucking arts. I'm tired of all this bullshit going on. It's just non-stop BS in the city sometimes. But to t- whoever who gave you people you know, people that's my color, I ain't going to say that word again. Fuck, that, I am. Negroes. A license <laughs> to drive I'm in the city. Y'all need to just stop it and just start walking again. But when next one of y'all almost hit me, it's going to be a crime scene. It ain't going to be no murder. I'm just going to be beating one of y'all up. Yep. something bad cause I'm sick of the driving in the city being that horrible I know you got a scat pad you got a little scat pad you got that little monkey hell cat you got your little stimulant check you gonna say about you a little scatty waddy or whatever <laughs> little, little you know infinity g37 Cool.
0: oh my god souped
1: it up you got the little tailpipes on your neck, brum, 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 make that noise <laughs> and all that but uh bro I'm dumping at your car bro. I don't promote violence <laughs> But I'm gonna to y'all. Cause I can't. I, I'm sick of it. But uh,
0: oh, he'll get that strap ready. Let me tell you, man. Like you,
1: man. Hustle to me is finding something that you really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Pushing it to the max. Finding a way. way finding a why every day. Getting up, doing your damn thing, grinding it out, no matter what it is. Yep. Even when you don't want to do it, that perseverance, that that beast inside of you, mm-hmm. awaken it, let it flow through you, and shit, get the job done at the end of the day. Facts. Cross your eye. Can't go to sleep till you cross your eyes, and you know, dot your eyes across your teeth. See that? Let you know. I was in one of them sped classes. <laughs> I said, cross your eyes. Yep, they tried to put me in SSD a long time like, ago. Hey,
0: we we get what you're saying, man. Oh, we we get what you're saying. Haha,
1: I graduated from college with honors. Yeah, so me too. Screw my fifth grade teacher.
0: <laughs> well, was she a hater or something?
1: Nah, I just I don't even remember my fifth grade teacher. <laughs> you just I talking. A bunch of them. I don't even remember who the hell they were. I went to um, a white school, Parkway West. What's up? Yeah, you told me that. I was out in Parkway for a while. until so my dad decided to move me to Hazelwood East. I'm not gonna say that, that word again. But I was with all the you-know-whats. And uh, I love y'all, black people. But, yeah. Guess who has a podcast and guess who doesn't? You.
0: Hey, and w- one more thing, too. We got to shout out to the haters. Who thought I don't that we think can- I got
1: any haters yet, man. I feel like we're going to get them at some point. Yeah. I'm not in a rush for them to come in because some haters be psychotic.
0: Yeah, that's true. Like,
1: the dude. I was watching a documentary uh the Yoko Ono thing, and it was some dude who was obsessed with Yoko Ono like years after the fact uh, that, uh, what's his name, John Lennon had died. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, that's weird. I think he shot himself or something. I don't know. Haters are welcome, but just know Bobby will probably be paying more attention to you than I will because I'm just going to ignore you. <laughs> that's just the way I grew up. If you got a problem with me, if you ain't yeah. directly come talking to me about it, I ain't paying attention to you. Facts. I don't care about nothing you saying. Yep. Because you ain't going to do a darn thing to me mm-hmm. if you're just talking about it, but now, if this involves a woman, I ain't got nothing to do with that. What your woman do after hours when she leaves your house and may or may <laughs> not come to mind, I'm just playing. I don't do that. If you got a boyfriend, stay away from me. I am single, by the way. I'm not throwing it out there trying to get dates and nothing like that. But if you do like big guys, hey, I'm always available for dates. I'm a pretty romantic guy. But then again, no, I'm not. Oh, my God. I think I'm in love or whatever. Whatever the <laughs> case may be. We're going to see how this whole little uh, situation with Michael goes and his KB situation because if I think he's going to try what I think he's going to try, he's sadly mistaken. Because let me tell you about this this For one time, I really liked this girl named Marsha. This, I say, put in a good word for me, you know what I'm saying? You know, be my wingman. He puts in a good word for himself. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? I hate you. I don't. I love him, brother. But, um, (laughs) yeah, man, this is the Hustle City Podcast. You can pretty much expect me to go from topic to topic because I do have ADHD. And not ashamed of it anymore because I don't think I want to think like a normal person.
0: Right. You just gotta be proud like of it. one thing a day, like get, one thing a second, like that's boring. You just gotta be proud of who you are, man. I mean, that's that's all. That's another thing about being successful is just you gotta have enough confidence in yourself, and you just gotta be proud of who you are as a person. Um, I think that's definitely um, a key factor of hustling and making it. Dang, making it focus, big. focus, definitely focus, bro. Never forget what you're doing it for. Mm-hmm. Never
1: forget what you're doing it for. I remember being in college and everybody told me never forget why you're here. Yeah. Don't forget why you're
0: here. Anyway, man, um, y'all you you know what it is man. This is the first episode of the Hustle City Podcast where we definitely can't wait to talk to you all again, um, real soon.
1: This episode, I'm gonna try to have it up by Friday. Okay. Uh, edit it and up by Friday, and then uh, it'll be available on Spotify, yeah. uh, iTunes, you know, Apple uh, Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah. We got to create a page for SoundCloud. God, Lord, I'm a SoundCloud nigga. What the hell?
0: Hey, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Oh! I ain't going to even say that right now. We're going to just leave that in the bag. Yeah, let's say that. We're going to leave that in the bag. But, you know, I just want y'all to know while we are talking about these artists doing their thing, we do get busy on the mic. At least I, in my head.
0: But, yeah, you had a freestyle that you deleted too, man. Yeah, because
1: I was playing around with this microphone. I was like, mm-hmm. let me just see how good it is. Mm-hmm. And I deleted that because I'm like, no one should ever hear that. But you know what? Everything ain't truly deleted on computers. So. True. That's another thing to keep in mind. When y'all be thinking y'all deleting stuff, it ain't truly deleted. Yeah, that's Somebody facts. out there know how to bring it back. Yep. Oh,
0: these people are smart. You
1: know. And I went to school for that type of stuff, so I'm not going to... I could be a private investigator and get people caught for cheating, but I know I know quite a few people that like to cheat or whatever. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Oh, they don't think I know they be cheating. I be yep. saying, y'all, y'all know who y'all are. I know exactly what you do when you leave your house on mm-hmm. Saturday nights. Yep. I know exactly where you go. But, um, man, <laughs> yeah, that's just me rambling.
0: Uh, it's all good, man. That's, that's that's just part of your personality, man. I've been dealing with that for I just be years, mad, sometimes
1: man. Sometimes I rant about stuff that irritates me. You know what? We're quick, before we go, Yeah. Fuck Kanye for these tweets. Did nobody want to know Kim Kardashian be having diarrhea? Tell of Kim has diarrhea like more than a
0: normal person oh my should God. have. You had to go there. I was like, wait a minute. Why'd you have to go I there? Don't right want
1: now? to think about Kim Kardashian
0: Why'd you have to go there? Why
1: did he have to go there? Him and Game and Kevin Gates are, you see there, K K. I don't know the Game ain't got no K in his name, but G. They need to start (laughs) a group because they three, them three are the most. They some liars. (laughs) If you had a lying contest and you put all three of them in it, I don't. I don't know who would win.
0: Hey, that's something maybe we can. uh... We can figure out in the near future, I guess.
1: I don't know who will win, man, because they—they all are. They all say some off-the-wall stuff, but uh, this was the first episode of the Five.
0: Yo, I appreciate you, man. So, sure. Always.
1: Yeah. To the lights, so no,
0: to the to the my To the To what you call rage Tear this motherfucking roof off like two dogs' cage I was playing in the beginning The mood all changed I've been chewed up and spit out and in off stage, But I kept rhyming Step right in the next cypher Best believe somebody's paying the pie diaper All the pain inside amplified by the Fact that I can't get by with my number Five and I can't provide the right type of Life for my family This man, these goddamn who stands on my diapers And it's no me, it's no no This is my life and these times are so hard And it's getting even harder Trying to feed the water my C plus